The Mental Manifesto, Chapter 3 My psychologist scheduled my next appointment for the same time and day the following week. This was my first time I had some sense of hope. That was until I started experiencing my nightmares. I would go to sleep and I remember a vivid dream. I am trapped in a cold, dark body of water as it's raining. The water is splashing as I'm trying to tread. As I make my way through the water, I finally find an upside down wooden boat. I grab on and pull myself up. I start to feel safe when all of a sudden, there's a lightning strike that hits the water right beside me. I wake up. I wake up gasping for air, feeling like I was drowning. Covered in a cold sweat, I shake from the adrenaline in my body. It's 5.33 a.m. I don't go back to sleep. I was awake for the next 36 hours before I could sleep again. But again, the nightmare happened. And again. And again. This became a regular occurrence, and now I feared sleep. I didn't want to be awake, and I didn't want to be asleep. This was just one of the many things I was dealing with. Once I reached my next appointment, I met with my psychologist again, and we dug back into the paperwork required for my claim. The sections on the form needed to be detailed descriptions for DSM, Diagnostic and Statistic Manual of Mental Disorders. We started to discuss the issues I was having on a daily basis to connect my symptoms to the required information needed for the WSIB form. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Fear of separation from loved ones is a common after traumatic events, such as disasters, particularly when periods of separation from loved ones were experienced during the traumatic event. In post-traumatic stress disorders, PTSD, the central symptoms concern intrusions about and avoidance of memories associated with the traumatic event itself, whereas in separation anxiety disorders, the worries and avoidance concern the well-being of attachment figures and separation from them. Individuals with PTSD may have persistent erroneous cognitions about the causes of the traumatic event that led them to blame themselves or others. Example, it's all my fault. A persistent negative mood or state. Example, fear, horror, anger, guilt, shame, either began or worsened after the exposure to the event. The individual may experience markedly diminished interest or participation in previously enjoyed activities, feeling detached or estranged from other people, a persistent inability to feel positive emotions, especially happiness, joy, satisfaction, or emotions associated with intimacy, tenderness, and sexuality. Everything I just described is quoted from the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual of Mental Disorders, 5th edition, DSM-5. The more and more we discussed the symptoms and what I was going through, the more and more I realized this was a real issue and that I needed help to overcome it. But the one positive I could take away was that my psychologist was in my corner, helping me fight this and overcome it. But because this was now my second session, and we still had another 7 days before I would have had the symptoms for 30 days, I had to wait another week before we could finally submit the paperwork to WSIB. I thank my psychologist for all the help, and we scheduled another appointment for the following week. 
One of the things that keeps me going in this fight is my support group. My parents, my brother, my sister, my girlfriend, and close friends. Don't get me wrong, I love them and they've helped me immensely with my daily struggles, but sometimes you feel alone. The best advice I can give is reach out, ask, tell someone you need them. You'll be surprised who's there for you and at your side, and their strength can give you strength if you let them. This strength carried me over to my next appointment, and it still carries me to this day. I arrived at my appointment feeling hopeful. We sat down and filled out the final information needed for the mental stress form CMS8. I signed it, and I was relieved the step was done. The documentation for WSIB was only two pages. For the information required, my psychologist sent in six. I started to realize now how much of an uphill battle this would be. Once we finally got to this point, I had submitted endless amounts of paperwork. WSIB Form 7, Employer's Report of Injury and Disease. WSIB Form 8, Health Professionals Report. WSIB FAF, Functionals Ability Form for Planning Early Safe Return to Work. WSIB Form CMS8, Health Professionals Report of Occupational Mental Stress Form. WSIB General Workers Expense Form for Medical Expenses. Employer Incident Investigation Report, Medical Professionals Invoices, and Employment Correspondence. It felt great to have this form dealt with, but at the same time, I started to feel the rest of the uphill battle. The small advice I have on this is to acknowledge when something positive happens, or when you achieve something. These small victories add up and will eventually grow into something much bigger. Don't deny yourself from seeing and realizing these wins. They are something to be proud of. Give yourself a pat on the back and really mean it. Even if it's a small victory, it's a victory. Own it. Now that the paperwork was submitted, now it was the waiting game.